wonder what success actually means? How do you get it? And how do you keep it? We all want it, yet sometimes it feels only some of us get to have it. Hi, Teresa and Blair here. We are two badass entrepreneurs, best-selling authors, coaches, and business mentors who have had success, felt success, questioned our own success, and reclaimed it. Let's be real for a hot minute. 2020 has been a roller coaster ride, and many of us have started to wonder if they'll lose the things that made them successful. So we got curious, raw and real about what success is truly about. Can you put it in a box? How can you get it? Can people take it away, or are you the one with the power? Does it mean the same to all of us, or are we the ones that create it? From PGA golf pros to doctors, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and spiritual mentors. We get together to meet with successful people from around the globe to dissect success through vibrant conversations and interviews. Make sure you click the subscribe button on the App Store because each week we will drop a new episode to bust through the myths around success and dissect its true meaning. Welcome back to another episode of Dissecting Success. It's me, Blair Kaplan Venables, and I'm here with the one, the only, the currently in Argentina, Teresa Lambert. And, you know, I am really freaking pumped because, you know, by the time you're listening to this, I'm going to be probably deep into a novel lying on the beach on Kauai in Hawaii because I am going on vacation. In fact, in two hours from now, I am officially on vacation. And being an entrepreneur, vacations are kind of hard. Like, you know, there's that joke saying that we quit our nine to five so we can work 24 seven. And that could be very true. And 15 years ago, when I started my business, I wanted to run a business from my laptop so I can be in Winnipeg or traveling or Vancouver or wherever I was going to be and be able to do my work. And this is before we knew what remote work was. This is before Zoom. This is before all that. But I knew that traveling was my biggest thing. And I wouldn't wanted to take my work on the road with me. But then what happened was I was going on all these trips, but never really having time off. And it's very easy, especially when you're in the digital space to not have those boundaries or to blur boundaries or just check that one email or open that laptop, um, you know, in front of the TV one night while we're relaxing. And um, four years ago, October, four years ago, my husband had a heart attack and quadruple bypass surgery. I lied. That's that, I meant three years ago, three years ago, October, my husband had a heart attack and quadruple bypass surgery. And we were talking about when he's recovered, we need to go on a proper vacation, except when he was recovered, it was COVID. And then we had the miscarriage and lost his dad and lost my mom, lost my dad. We moved cities. He didn't have a job and then transferred jobs and has a new job. And, you know, I was like back and forth from Winnipeg a lot, a lot. And that's expensive. Like it's cheaper to fly to Hawaii than Winnipeg. And it's time. It's time. Right now, when you listen to this episode, unless you listen to this later than it is, I'm on a proper vacation. And before I talk about what a proper vacation looks like to me, I want to, I want to tune in, flip it over to Teresa because you've had your business for the, like, uh, was it three years now, four years now, full-time? I don't even know. Time has no essence in pandemic, but like, what does a proper vacation look like to you? Yeah. Going on three years. Isn't that insane? Oh my goodness. Wow. Had to take a moment there. 
time has definitely no like I don't know time is like a mind construct I I believe but vacation what is a real vacation you know this is such a I think an important thing to talk about because when we love what we do it's so easy to tell ourselves that being always switched on and always checking in with our communities and sharing and doing is just part of who we are and I appreciate that and I agree with that to some extent um but I do think that there's something to be said about really taking taking up space. And I think it comes down to you having clear boundaries, having great communication skills, and being able to hold yourself to the standard you set for your vacation. So the thing is, what do you want out of your vacation, right? I, I think this is really something to think about. And I think that this is where it really comes down to defining what you want it to be like for you. You know, what are the things that you might still do, if any? And what are the things that you're like, no, I'm not opening my email, or I'm not, you know, doing this, or I'm not doing that. And I think it really comes down to organizing yourself really well and holding your boundaries. And I've experienced that, you know, with my business now, but also I remember months of preparation that I would have to take a real vacation when I was still managing a large boutique property. So in order for me to actually not check my emails every day, I would have to be so prepared, so prepared to be able to do it. And what I also started doing was giving myself an extra day coming back on extra two days coming back on vacation so that those days I could spend just catching up on everything that essentially I quote unquote missed while being off and also just weeding through stupendous amounts of emails, which is such a time kill too. So I think that so many different approaches here, but I do believe that we have created and continue to create a culture where the always on is just part of it. And for our mental health and our well-being and our sanity, I really believe that's not great. Like, I really think no. that um, we have to sort of rewrite the script. And it's funny because now that I'm here in like Buenos Aires and I'm in a different culture, like South American culture. And like one thing that's been really interesting being here is that like I go out and I meet with people and my phone stays in the bag. My Like I don't take my phone out nearly as often as I would at home. And like, I have like, we have conversations and like people don't have their phones on the tables even. Like literally like people have conversations, people go out, like it's it's almost seems like it's a little bit behind the times, but then, you know, like when you think, but no, that's a, even a bad thing to say, but I mean, some people- It's like forward it. thinking because people are actually like, when you're in person, you're in person. Yeah, like people actually, like when I meet with you, I meet with you, it is forward thinking. When I meet mm -hmm. with you, I meet with you. And that's been really cool. So I have actually been off my phone more, then I have in, 
I can't even remember probably since I've had a phone. So that's been a really cool experience for me. And it's allowed me to continue to be more in a moment. And also with that, I've been taking up more space and more time to just have experiences and to, and it's challenged my belief around, you know, am I successful when I spend so much time not working? Like I, I, it was really, it's been an interesting, like this week, particularly, I, I felt challenged a little bit on claiming more space and, and being off more and all these things. I love that. I think that's good. We don't, we're not meant to work all the time. Like Shane almost dying. My parents dying like showed me like there's more to life than just working. And yeah, you can really love your work, but like do other things too. You don't need to work all the time. And is work an escape? Like, what are you escaping? And so my business is 14 and a half years old or like just turned 14 next year. I'll be 15. And Four years ago, a year before Shane's heart attack was the first time I went on a vacation without my laptop. This is going to be the second vacation. I literally went to my schedule, deleted everything, clear, completely clear. I've never seen that. Two, I turned my auto office on. I didn't make it some big fluffy if it's in case of emergency. It's literally like I am out of the office and on vacation. I will be back October 25th. It's not an emergency. Like it's not. If if I, you know, like if someone if it's something very, very urgent, I expect a phone call. I scheduled a bunch of social media content. I'm back on Hootsuite. Hootsuite's one of my favorite tools. I got really mad at them and deleted my account because I was paying $12 a month and then they bumped me up to like 75. I was grandfathered in, but then they changed things and I got mad because like it was very like to me not an integral move, but Hootsuite to me does the best for what I need uh, scheduling software to do. So I'm back on Hootsuite and I scheduled a whole bunch of content out. And some of it is even like, hey, while you read this, <laughs> I'm on vacation and this is scheduled because I want to show that you can actually still be planting seeds on social media and be off. You know, I am because I'm leaving my computer at home. Um, I'm actually bringing a second phone with me that is going to, because I've, a couple phones. One of them is actually going to be just used as a camera. So when I'm out and about, I'm going to only have that phone with me. And I don't know if I'm going to post in real time or just take photos and post when I'm back. I'll probably post a photo once I get there because like, I'm really excited to go, but I'm going to try and be mostly off social media, like almost like a digital detox. Like I, I need it mentally. I need it for my creativity to regenerate. I need it because I didn't take proper time off after my mom or dad died. And, you know, it's been a really hectic three years with, you know, moving and COVID and all the death and almost death and stress and all that stuff that I'm like, what do I really need? And what I need is to be present. I'm, you know, I'm buying books. Like I have an iPad that I read magazines on, but I, I need a break from the screen. Like I'm going to bring some actual books with me and some actual magazines with me. And I want to know nothing. I don't want to know what time it is. I don't want to know what day it is. I want to just do what I want to do when I want to do it. See how I feel, go for walks, do yoga, stretch, hike stare at the ocean, float in the pool, hot tub, you know, eat coconut, eat ahi tuna, 
you know, just roll with it and see what happens. Like I might do one, I might organize one like tour. Like I kind of want to do a helicopter tour. I've never been in a helicopter before. And like the island we're going to is where Jurassic Park was filmed. So I think that could be really cool, but only if we feel like it. And, you know, I'm going to be gone for seven days. I'm taking a day off right when I am taking two days off. When I get back, I get back a Saturday. I'll have Sunday and Monday off just so I can catch up. But I think, you know, sometimes we don't have the luxury to take seven days off and that's okay. What we can you, what can you do for a day or two days? Can you disconnect? Can you give yourself what you need? Right? Like, can you go for drinks and dinner with your friends for four hours and not pull your phone out of your bag? Like Teresa. We don't need to be connected all the time. We don't. And I'm the social media expert. Like you don't need to be on social media all the time, or you don't need to respond to an email as soon as it comes into your inbox. You don't need to answer that text message right away, unless it's a super urgent text message. You don't need to respond. You don't need to call someone back right away. If they leave you a voicemail, there's a missed call. Like you are actually in control. And it's about setting expectations. I've let my clients know that I'm going to be out of office and I will not be working. Um, I've had some deadlines I didn't make because I've been sick for three weeks with an ear infection. I went from one ear to the other. And like, I just, I'm not feeling awesome. My antibiotics are slowly kicking in. So I've bumped deadlines because we can. Yeah, I think this is so important for everybody to hear. And I also believe that one, there's so many things I want to respond to of everything that you just said, but I think the most important thing is you do not need to be on all the time. And the more of us can model that, the better for all of us, because we're not ever going to get past this hustle and always on culture. And, and like, we're never going to break past this stigma that as entrepreneurs or as successful quote unquote people, we have to be connected all the time if we all continue to do the same thing. And we are so disconnected actually from the moment when we're always thinking about our phones, thinking about like even social media. I mean, it is an addiction. Like I have literally felt like I am on a detox constantly because I am not on my phone nearly enough as much as I was. And I'm like, wow, like that is like really different. Like I like, you know, like literally like different, but nice, right? Like it's nice different but nice different but nice listen I um yeah like I even like a few times like I went out and I was like okay like I gotta like take some like I was like I want to take like some photos and videos because it was like so cool to have this experience and I was like I want to capture this because it's epic um but I like actually intentionally was like okay let's get a video and then like I was like okay that's it you know rather than having that phone out all the time or checking my phone like And I think that that is so, so important. And I've definitely been, yeah, looking at my own shit, you know, around that. Like even yesterday, like I was feeling a little bit off. I've had an allergic reaction to something. Anyways, long story short, like I wasn't feeling the best in the last 24 hours and even today. And I didn't end up posting yesterday. I haven't posted anything yet today. It's 2.19. I haven't even put a story up yet, which is unusual for me. And I'm like, so be it, you know, so be it. I'm going on an adventure tomorrow um, into the jungle. 
um, up north. I'm taking a plane two hours and I'm super, super excited about that. And I'm probably going to take, like, I'm probably going to make a little bit of a story out of it, of like going into the jungle because it's, it's really cool and I'm excited and I'm going by myself. And um, sometimes for me, it's a form of connecting when I really feel called to. And other times I just want to have an experience on my own and I don't need to take the world with me every time. And I can share with it after. But I think that um, that's been a real learning thing for me, for sure. A huge I, learning. I love this. First of all, we're going to be, am I going to the jungle? I don't even know. It's the island of Kauai jungle. I love that you and I are going to be like in tropical, really cool vac- like spots together. Like I am really excited to go waterfall hunting and that's exactly what you're doing. And you know, oh my gosh, it's so good. I'm going to some gigantic waterfalls and I was looking at the weather forecast and apparently it is going to be very rainy in that rainforest. So I am looking at like some epic rainfall and that means those waterfalls are going to be huge. Pumping. They're going to be pumping. Pumping. I love it. And so I just want to point out what you said, because I know a lot of actually social media experts and people do this is they document, like they, they, they document their trips. Like they still take photos and videos. Like they do what I'm doing. They turn their camera, their phone into a camera. And then they post when they're back. They don't post it in real time. And often I actually don't post in real time either. Um, I mean, I do, but not like the majority of the time I don't because Sometimes I want to just be in that moment. And for me, being in that moment is taking pictures. Like for me, it's a creative art form. I love taking photos, um, but not having to edit and photo, like edit them and everything right away. And I do that maybe when I'm back and relaxing, but I think that's really cool. So I just want to invite everyone to look at their calendar, block off time for a vacation, whether it is an afternoon, a weekend, a week, a month. Um, I am committing to myself to be more proactive with my vacations. Um, For example, this summer, I hardly took real time off. I'm going to actually block off time in my calendar where I'm actually off the same type of off that I'm doing right now. And I'm going to look at in the spring when I'm going to do that. And I'm going to proactively pick time in my calendar when I'm off. And that time can move around and whatnot. Like I am in control But this way, I know that those times I won't book meetings, I won't book clients. And then if I do decide or you do decide you want time off, you can move stuff around. You can move meetings, you can cancel meetings, you can move recordings, you can, you are in control of your schedule. Yeah, 100%. And I think the other thing too, you know, when you you said that, you can schedule things. I have not used my scheduling tool for social media in so long, which means I've been doing everything in real time. To your point, and the last week, I've really been like, screw this. Like, I'm going to get like 30 days of content ready. And then it's so nice to know that something's already scheduled, something's already going out. And then if I feel inspired to go live or to jump on or do something else, I can do that, whether that's on vacation or not. But I really think that we can be more proactive generally. Give yourself your weekends. If you want to take a vacation, take the bloody vacation you deserve a vacation you deserve time off and and again like just communicate it hey I will be away like when I am like I'm going to be at the retreat again in Costa Rica and for that week I'm not going to be working I'm going to be off and you know you can block time and and take that time and take that space because honestly life's too bloody short it really is and if you're taking time off, you'll be better 
you'll show up better for yourself. You show up better for your clients. You have more energy, like you have more creativity. And I'm a content creator at heart. Like I'm a true content creator. Like it doesn't matter where I go. I just can't help it. I want to like capture footage and stuff. There's something really beautiful about telling your story in hindsight. So don't think you always have to tell things right in the moment it happens. You get to tell it when it's a convenient time for you to tell it. And, and that's it, right? That's it. Literally, that's it. So take a vacation. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of Dissecting Success. Teresa and I are going to be out of office. Next week, you're going to catch a replay of one of our favorite episodes. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. That's a wrap for another episode of Dissecting Success. Enjoyed this episode? Make sure to subscribe to Blair Kaplan Venables and Teresa Lambert's podcast, Dissecting Success on the App Store. And follow us on Instagram at Teresa Lambert Coaching and Blair from Blairland to stay up to date on our latest episodes, badass offers, and more.